Okay, it is back to reality after Thanksgiving, and this month between Thanksgiving and Christmas slash New Year's is a marathon that I feel like we all just collectively decide to sprint for some reason. Like, there are endless holiday parties, and it seems like every group text wants to get one last dinner before we all part ways for the holidays, acting as if we're gonna be away for months and won't see one another for years. It's like we ignore the fact that instead of fighting for our life to find a night that works for dinner before December 23rd, we could always just, like, I don't know, wait until the first week of January when we're all back. I don't know, it's 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 all fun and festive, but it just makes me laugh. Anyway, I hope that today's episode of Gabby with Gib helps ease you back into your routine. It's an interview with Leva Bonaparte, who is currently in her third season of Southern Charm, and she's also gearing up for her second season of Southern Hospitality, which premieres after Southern Charm on Thursday, December 7th. Interviewing Leva is always a treat because she does such a great job of like peeling back the curtain a bit on the production side of things, but also not going too far. Like she doesn't necessarily burst through the fourth wall, but she gets away with talking about how certain cast members hold back information or details get edited out or people act differently on camera or, you know, being comfortable with the production team. And it's honestly a real treat. Like not everybody gets to talk like that, but for some reason she gets away with it. And it always makes for a great interview. This time we spent time on her role as a true connector in the cast, which is really important. And then that that kind of conversation took us into what is inarguably sort of the central conflict of this season, which is between Olivia, Taylor, Austin, and Shep. And her thoughts on that whole situation, trying to play mediator, and the drama that spilled out during their panel at BravoCon. It seems as though Levis sees Austin as having gotten off a little easy considering his role in the whole ordeal and that the reunion will be one for the books, <laughs> during which new details and dynamics might help shed some light on what really went down between all of them. Like, Leva is really good friends with Olivia and Taylor, which honestly makes her perspective on the matter all that more pertinent and illuminating, and maybe the most informed out of anybody on the cast. There was a lot to talk about with her, which to me is just indicative of the fact of how great this season of Southern Charm has proven to be. Like, starting from when we lost Cam and Naomi the first time, the show has definitely been on, on easy footing, and you know, it, it, try, it was trying to maintain its core identity while also sort of opening up room for more diversity, more space for the women to be able to check the men on the show and, and just kind of like modernizing the, the dynamics a bit. And, you know, I don't think it's had a bad season per se, but it definitely took a while for it to get back to a place where we know it could be at, which is delivering solid reality TV based around an inherently messy friend group with blurred lines, genuine connection, and honestly just like great drama. And you know, along the way, it's also introduced us to some really compelling new personalities. We say goodbye to some, looking at you, Catherine. And I feel like we also deepen the attachment that we have to others. So, you know, it's something I talked about with Sam Bush a few episodes ago where, you know, we have to give these shows some time and space to figure out their growing pains because they almost always do figure it out, even after a lackluster season or two or even sometimes three. I feel like the ride is always worth it and you can't always have this kind of historic, amazing season of every show. Like there are going to be ups and downs and it's worth staying along for the ride to get to those new highs. And I'm excited for everyone to hear my conversation with Leva, who is truly one of the more fruitful interviews to have on Bravo these days for me. Towards the end of the conversation, we also preview the second season of her spinoff, Southern Hospitality, which centers on the employees at her nightlife venue, Republic. It's honestly giving early days of Vanderpump rules, maybe not that, that level, but close to it. And it comes back next Thursday, December 7th, after Southern Charm. So you definitely have some time to, to binge that first eight-episode season if you haven't already. You know, there are some truly promising stars on that cast, including Joe Bradley, who is now seeing Danielle Oliveira from Summer House and Winter House. So honestly, embrace them now before it's too late. They're not going to go anywhere. 
Anyway, thanks again for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Gabbing with Gib wherever you're listening to me right now. And enjoy my conversation with Leva Bonaparte. I want to gab. All right, today we're gabbing with Leva Bonaparte, star of both Southern Charm and Southern Hospitality. Leva's in her third season of Southern Charm and has proven herself to be a necessary calming and level force within our favorite Charleston fan group. And on Southern Hospitality, season two of which premieres on December 7th, she is the head honcho, attempting to guide her fun but messy employees while also making sure they are still doing their jobs. Leva, I always love chatting with you and thanks for being here. How are you? For sure. I love chatting with you. I saw the name and I was like, in. <laughs> Yay. Love yeah. it. How are you doing now that we're so deep I'm into good. this season? I'm good. I always say, um, my husband's asking me the other day, he's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, a little less. <laughs> <laughs> a little less on my plate. Yeah. Uh, like for Christmas. Yeah. So it's been like a busy few years. When you said third season of Southern Charm, I was like, I that it didn't even register for me because it literally feels like I just started doing that like it doesn't I'm like oh it's been three years no wonder I'm yeah. like tired. um and second <laughs> season of, of um so yeah. so a little a little tired but blessed too blessed to be stressed you know so and I'm gonna say right off the bat I feel like Southern Charm is having a truly great season it's it's it, I think it's its best in a while not that the past ones haven't been good but this is I think taking it back to a, a kind of a really high level and do you yeah. feel like there's like kind of an extra level of an excitement and investment from viewers this year? Yeah, I mean, we definitely, I mean, let's let's also kudos to the crew. We had a totally. new showrunner. He's amazing. Thomas is amazing. And so I think we just need a little new energy in that, in the production space of it. And then also like the group authentically hangs out and authentically likes and dislikes each other like it's just very like i'm avoiding this person on king right. street you're avoiding that like it'll literally be the text like i'll meet you here like so-and-so's not in town right you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's it's very i think it took some time a for everyone to feel really like a trust mm -hmm. with production to be as honest as we wanted to be and then you know it's just like any friend group there's like some weird years and then yeah. there's you start to like kind of gel in good and bad ways. And so you guys get all that. And and honestly, it was a really rough year, but I do commend everyone because everyone's really honest and no one's trying, you know, in reality TV, let's keep it real. There's always a few people that are like, that's untouchable for me. That's right. like, you know, they kind of do this like weird persona thing and that can bleed into the cast. But like everyone this year was just very well aware of like, we're mentioning it all. We're saying everything. Love it. Yeah, and 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 I think that I think that viewers see see through that that artifice if, if people are trying to put that on, and so I think that's really important. Yes. Who you you said you know people are avoiding each other on King. Who are you avoiding on King Street? <laughs> I'm actually like not in the worst space, uh, to be honest. I'm okay. kind of like okay, but I'm sort of like the wrangler of the avoiders. I'm like, don't worry. I know so-and-so's at this, you know, like even within my spaces, I'm like, I know so-and-so is down the street. So like, <laughs> you'll be fine if you meet me up the street, but there's, yeah, a lot of that. I mean, obviously yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good with the boys. Sometimes like Austin can like get on my nerves. I I'm upset that like two of my girls are not getting along. And, you know, of mm -hmm. course I'm just going to be like, it's your fault, Austin. Yeah, um, yeah. It just—it all was what it was. It's not one person's fault at all. But yeah, I agree with that. I feel like you have been really integral in bringing this new 
kind of new-ish era of the show to fruition because I just feel like you, in addition to just being so fun to watch and you make me laugh and I love your kind of dry sense of humor, I also see you just as being a really important connector and somebody who like people really feel comfortable opening up to in a genuine way and you bring people together. Do you agree with that as being sort of like your kind of your role in this group of just being somebody who can bring people together maybe against all odds sometimes? Yeah, I mean, I do think... I definitely do think I'm like the bridge between the old and the new a little bit because, yeah. you know, the Vanita and the Olivia of it all, you know, like that's all sort of was like my reach out. Right. And also, I just think I'm just the guys are definitely like Chef is my age. You know, we're ancient, so to speak, in, in <laughs> no. Southern Charm world. Right. right. Not in the world, but in Southern Charm world. I think that there's just a different level for me because I'm married. I'm settled down. Like it's just Chef is always going to be that you know, Roval, Ro, I like to call him like a, like a, a traveling, like golden retriever. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you have to be like, okay, he's hangry or he needs to go in the kennel or sometimes he's the sweetest thing ever. You know what I mean? Like you can't, it's hard to stay mad at Chef ever. He is a lovable guy, but he just gets in his own way sometimes. Just like a golden retriever doesn't yeah. know it's so big and it's like jumping on yeah. you. Yeah. Like, gets ahead of itself. Right. Yeah. It gets ahead. Of, yeah. Yeah. So definitely different stages at the forties. Right. So yeah, I think I can definitely keep a certain level of like, okay, you know, even last night yeah. I was texting with one of the cast and she she's really upset about something. And I was like, it's all going to be okay. I think that like when the episode airs, <laughs> you know, so I think everyone is just uh, needs a little like mom, uh, a little mom energy or whatever, you know. Do, do you ever get tired of having to like be that person for people or like, or, or do you feel like it kind of gives you something to be able to give people that? that support I mean I like it I sometimes yeah. get um I get a bad rap for it it's like yeah. I'm really not trying to stick my nose into people's business and I'm not trying to tell them what to do but we are doing a show and right, of course you come to me so what am I supposed to be like leave me alone you know and and I think I do have like wise words but I always say like yes. I advise to my demise like my poor sisters I will be like you should do this and you should I'm a bossy girl like that's just <laughs> Well, that, that's am. where you are. That's that's how you are where you are in life. Like, you, yeah. you know, that yeah. you, have like, to be, you have to be a boss bitch. Right. For the good or the bad, I am a bossy person and I'm a bossy girl. And anyone who knows that they're my friend, I literally give them the eye. Like, they're like, you're going to tell me what to do. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> but I always like parlay it with like, but you can ignore me. But you know that like, I'm not going to sleep well at night. And if I don't tell you that I'm going to send all these weird texts and then I'm going to get awkward. So I have so to just, just do it. it. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, totally. And obviously this season has hinged a lot on the unraveling of the situation uh, between Austin and Taylor and then Olivia yeah. and Shep and just how this all kind of intermingles with one another. And, yeah. you know, when the details were trickling out, what was truly going through your mind? Was there a well, point I mean, before I, everything came out where you were like, okay, there's more to this story or like what was really going through your head at, at so that time? Over the summer context, I did not, I was hearing that, you know, Taylor spending the night at Austin's. And I kept being like, no. And you know, this generation, they're all like cool girls. Like I was like, Olivia's cool girl. Like me, it, it's like if if my friend was spending the night at my ex-boyfriend's house, like I would be dragging her down the highway. Like that's a different generation. Like we're not going to be cool. We're not going on vacation together. We're not like, mm -hmm. we have very black and white boundaries, right? But I'm always like, they're just so cool and chill and the exes hang out. And it's just like, none of it makes sense to me. So I, that's when I feel older where I'm like okay you know I text Olivia I was like you know I'm kind of hearing these rumblings and she's like yeah the after party's probably crashing there you know kind of mm. okay but it was like I was hearing a bit more than that but I was like 
okay, okay. I'm not going to like put my like psycho jealousy into this. If, I'm if, gonna... if Olivia is not going to kind of pursue that, that those yeah, details, then, then maybe you don't need it. to. Right. Yeah. Which I'm sure had I told her like a lot more and had she, because I think it was just so like, there was, there would be no way the two of right. them. I know the viewer reunion was like, oh, awesome. But like Austin crying, like, you know, he had a moment, like nobody really, th- because we're friends with them, we didn't think that much of it. But I think the viewer, or maybe we just were blind to what is, I don't know. And the viewer mm. could say, it's like, a, I don't know which one it is. And I was so close with Taylor. So to me, I was like, Taylor would never do that. Like she just never do that. And people would say stuff and I would always defend Taylor and be like, there's no way. Like, don't even say that about my friend. Like, and don't mm-hmm. disrespect my other friend, you know, kind of deal. So yeah, it, but when it came to fruition and then I was, there's a scene where I'm not, that you guys don't see, like right in the beginning when I go to see Taylor and she said something and I said, but you don't find Austin attractive. Like, cause she was talking about something and I don't remember. And then she goes, well, like for a blip of time, I did. Ah. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Cause I was like, wait, cause she kept talking about him as her brother. And then she said for a blip of time, I did. And uh-huh. I was like, so I like, don't like my brother. Like I'm not attracted to my brother for a blip of time. Like that's just weird. <laughs> so it just like, it was weird to me. Um, yeah. And, and, that, and that's a, cha- that's a change. And that's a change in how she was talking about him. Ever. She's never said something like that. And I was like, what's a blip in time. And she kind of just like glazed over it. She's like, you know, it's just like a blip in time what is a blip in time? You know, like, so is it? I, I had to sort of like be cool, but that's in the moment I was like, there's more to this. There's the radar something. was going off at that point. Yeah, totally. And you know, it's interesting because at BravoCon, I went to your guys' panel and it, and it felt like, it felt like watching Taylor that there, she wasn't fully there. Like it kind of felt like, not that she was a total shell of herself, but there was something like there was a spark that had gone out. I think just seeing her kind of at various yeah. points at BravoCon. And it was, it was kind yeah. of, kind of like maybe a little sad to see it. And, yes. you know, you're obviously close with Taylor and Olivia. So you're obviously kind of probably push and pull there. But do you feel like she is kind of taking the brunt of the punishment? Or do you think the punishment matches the crime? Or yes. like, how, how are you think thinking about it? I think she's taking more of the brunt of the punishment she was from the beginning than Austin is. Mm-hmm. And if you saw my face at panel, when Austin turned around and kind of like turned it on her again, I don't right. know if you saw my face, but I was like, I might have had whiplash, like, Taylor, are you going to take this or we need to take this? Because I was just annoyed. Like, you both did something that's wrong. But Austin, this is this is the way Austin moves that annoys me, that I'm just like, really? You're going to this whole time she's been she's also been like, I initiated. I she was almost like protecting him the whole time. And I was like, I literally looked at her. I was like, do you see who your friend like? Do you see that he is no one's friend? Like he is only his own friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it, and Austin's a great guy, but like when it, when it's his feet are to the fire, it's just for Austin. You know what right. I mean? And that's right. the part where I never get along with Austin because I'm big on like, if you're going down, we're going down. If you're, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just really big on loyalty and like accuracy. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big thing for me. And so when people do that, I'm like, all right, that just felt icky, like on the inside. And I looked at her and she was like welding up with tears. And I was like, The thing with Taylor is I think she took a lot of advice from Austin, Mm -hmm. followed Austin's lead, but she is not capable of like being the way Austin is. She's just not as cutthroat and like, he's not as built for this kind of like, 
she totally did not know who she was playing this game with. And now she's going to see the same way Olivia saw a new side of Austin last year at Rio. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. like, you could yeah. see Olivia like in the Rio. shut down. It was like she broke. It was like the right. soul of that person left. And you'll see that a lot in reality TV because a lot of people can like put up this front and then, and then you see the real thing and you're like, right. Oh my God. I, yeah. Who are you? You know, because when you're, you know, sort of being interrogated, so to speak, your real, your true colors come out. And mm -hmm. I think on that panel, it's the same thing Olivia saw at reunion Taylor saw with Austin. Right. And, so, so in your mind, Austin's been sort of like hanging Taylor out to dry a little bit, like yes. right. And yes. and I felt I sort of felt like he because at BravoCon, like I, it's interesting to see the reception that certain people get, and I think that this, the the guys on your cast get received really really well at BravoCon. Yeah. I think yeah. you're probably re reading the room a little bit on that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think like at the end of the day, the guys they're great TV. And of course, oh my god, they're awesome, not taking that away right? from them, right? But as on a personal level, it's probably difficult. Yeah, and they're more seasoned, so like. Mm -hmm. When they do these things and people get online and say horrible things, they just like ignore it. Whereas like the girls are newer to this. So when people get online and like boo and like say horrible things, like we're still in that human stage where we're just not that, like it still hurts our feelings. The armor and, isn't there. Yeah. Like these guys have been doing it for like short of a decade. Like whereas the girls have been doing it for two, three years and we're also females. So like things might hurt our feelings more, you know, and we haven't like, I hope I will never be that way. But like, it's like you there's a point of no return sometimes where you get too hard or too like right. ego driven or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that yeah. I'm the guys with that, but like, I also don't want to be that. So mm -hmm. I think for Taylor, it's like her first real season. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's interesting you say that about Olivia, how she sort of noticed this thing in Austin and sort of probably changed how she was acting a little bit in, in response to that. And it's, you know, obviously you two are close and it's been, I think it's been really rewarding watching Olivia sort of lean into this experience. You know, she, she had this really devastating one, two punch of like losing her brother while also dealing with this sort of personal turmoil with Taylor and Austin. And yeah. as a viewer, it just seems like it was sort of this moment of clarity for her where she could like step into her power and embrace her emotion. And it was, it's been really powerful, I think, to watch that. What, yeah. What's it been like being at, at her side for that? And sort of, again, be really embraced by viewers, I think, in a way that she wasn't last year. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see it because Olivia was cast onto the show as a friend of mine and like, mm -hmm. you know, not as Austin's girlfriend. Right. Right. It's just Austin swooped in right. for a bunch of different reasons. Right. So I, the entire time, was so frustrated because I was like, don't be Austin's girlfriend you know, be you, like you're smart, you're charming, you know, cause I know her in that way. And she's very strong. She's not like a wallflower and she's not like just no. on. And I kept, you know, telling her, I was like, I just don't want you to be perceived as just Austin's girlfriend. That's not how you got cast on the show. That's not who you are. They really didn't show like me and Olivia's history. You know what I mean? It was just more her and Austin. And so it kind of looked like she came in as that, but she's a really amazing, funny, Strong, I love her, right? You know, yeah, like she's sharp and she's sharp, but she's like, she's very wise. And mm -hmm. maybe that's because like we're both Tauruses. So like we kind of think alike. So sure. I, I can like, like with the eyes, I'm like, I know, I know, <laughs> I got you. I know what's going on. You know, like yeah. we think similarly, we're also like really loyal, but also like if I don't have with you, then, then don't even try to have me like we're done. Like sure. you want to play, let's play, you know, kind of deal. So um, in that sense, it was really nice to see her. And I always tell her, I'm like, you don't need anybody on 
because you know in reality tv people like to have like teams and sides and whatever olivia doesn't need a team i agree like i always say olivia you know because i always say i'm not afraid to eat alone and i was like olivia you're not afraid to eat alone you got mm -hmm. this even though like i i i I don't think you have anything that you need to eat alone for. You have very legitimate reasons to feel the way you feel, but no, she's, but, no. but there, but there's something attract. I think there's something that attracts people to that sort of, you know, energy of like independence and like, doesn't take totally. any shit. And you, you guys yeah. both have that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our delivery is definitely like, you know, Madison is totally like that too. Her delivery. Yes. Is oh my God. Different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys are good at it. it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, my delivery is different. Olivia's, I think, would be more similar to mine. But yeah, she she takes no shit too. Like mm -hmm. you saw at the panel when she was like, "Yeah, no, it, it was it was really cool." I think seeing certain moments where like certain people come alive, and it's like you know, it, it's I don't know, it's just cool watching the evolution. I think of people as this journey kind of continues. Leva, I'm curious, like as you've sort of watched this season back, is there anything that you've taken note of or learned from watching other people's interactions or scenes, like? I think about the boys trip that Olivia and Taylor went on. Like that was really a wild episode and you yeah, were not there yeah. for that in person. Yeah. What are certain things that have sort of stood out to you just watching maybe other people's moments? I mean, I guess like the, the only part that for me sometimes I love watching is just like watching why we're friends, you know, right. like that there is a part of us that is like silly. I, I always get sad that no one ever gets to see that side of me because mm. I'm sort of always just like, you know, in this space of like, making, <laughs> right. you know, like therapy and making sure everyone like gets along. So no one really gets to see like my silly side, but there's a reason we're all friends. Like there's a reason we can all laugh together and have a good time and get past stuff. And at the end of the day, yeah, some people have done some pretty crappy things, but I genuinely don't think anybody there is like the devil or like really malicious. I think people just made poor decisions. And I think sometimes show bleeds into reality you know a right. little bit like well this is a storyline well this is this and some of us you know i maneuver probably in in the in the wrong way of a reality tv person like i would be like off camera like hey this happened and producer would hate me because i wouldn't want to bombard a friend on camera right so but our job is to keep everything very very real and that's hard and that part of it would be hard for me if i was in that kind of a predicament so i right. do commend them Yes. Keeping it TV because I'm not sure I could. I think I'd have to do it like off camera and get in but, trouble. But, I, but yeah. I think because you are like that, again, like we, I think we, we mentioned earlier, it's like that's why people can open up to you and feel like they can trust you and they can trust you. Yeah. I think that that's yeah. that there, there's I think there's there's merits to both, you know, to yeah. operating both ways. Yeah. Right. But I'm glad you guys saw the boys trip. I mean, obviously that would have, it. you know, I, I always hate not being there for the fun stuff, but it is why everyone's friends. And and also like some of us have been friends for like over a decade. Like it's mm -hmm. not, I don't know if a lot of shows really necessarily have that. You know what I mean? No, it's, it's so, it, the, the, the relationships are ingrained. I mean, you've been, you've been, yeah. you've been a guest on the show since the very beginning. So it's like, you're not, yeah. you're not, you've always been a familiar face, you know, at the panel, it seemed, you mentioned this moment where Austin sort of turned around and it, I think that, I think it seemed like the cast was really trying to keep it together and not go there on some of that yeah. stuff. And we I think were told fan, this is not right. And I, and, I, and I think a fan, I think a fan question kind of opened that up for like a second. Yeah. It yeah. seemed like there's a lot that everyone wants to get off their chest when it comes yeah. to this upcoming reunion. Yeah. I'm sure you, you know way more than than we all know. Yeah, and you're not going to tell. You're not going to tell me. But like, <laughs> what can you tease us for? Like, what what you think is going to come out at that reunion and like whether things will be changed like changed up a lot or do you think we'll see kind of some resolution happen i think it's important to see i i think the thing i'm most 
interested to see is who people really are. Because right. when this stuff happens is when you really see like who people really are. Are they really going to take accountability? Are they really going to then go dirty? Are they not? You know what I mean? Like, I think that will be for me. It, I think I will walk away from the reunion going, am I going to be friends with this person or am I not? You know what I mean? Like, because I'm interested to see how that's going to go because thus far, and even like in real life, it doesn't feel like no one's really gotten dirty, but it doesn't feel right. Like there's things where I'm like, I don't know if I like that you did that, you know? Right. And if you have to answer for that. Right. Yeah. Like, I think I might need to take distance from you as a friend or something. You know what I mean? So I'm interested to see that. And then I know that there's just like a lot that wasn't brought up. So okay. I think that there's going to be a lot of context, a lot of extra stuff. It seems that, as that's the case. That yeah. makes you know, things change. And I think that right now, again, it's hard for me to see two friends going through this. I, I I was really disappointed in Taylor, but also it's hard for me to see her so broken because I also feel like she was sort of maybe following the lead of a person who's now just like dumped her to the side. And I don't think she's built to play. Like, I, I think she thought she was, she was like, she entered the world of the big boys. And then she was like, I can't. I can't, yeah. I'm not made for the mob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Well, well, like, like the Taylor, yeah. She did, yeah. she dated, she dated into this friend group and then she was single and Austin was sort of a life yeah. for her, you know? And that's, yeah. I mean, I, I under, and then she's gone through her own stuff with her brother and, and all, yeah. all that. So, exactly. um, all yeah, I hope to see some sort of resolution there for sure. Yeah. Um, before we sign off, love, I do want to, I mean, I want to tee up Southern Hospitality season two because I was, okay. I'm an acolyte of that show. Just FYI. I loved season one. I love the cast. I love the role that you play on that show. To me, the season Thank two you. trailer the, the season two trailer is like explosive and genuinely giving me some early band of pump rules mess yeah. vibes. Yeah. Is it the leveling up that it seems to be in terms of reality TV and, and yeah, what I mean, it was, it was a hard season even for me, you know, and, and I was thinking the show I'd be coasting. I'd be like, right. Oh, it's going to be the boss. Like I get mad all the time. <laughs> some people won't like that, but who cares? No, it was even hard for me because uh, it gets challenging when you have kids working for you for that long. It gets challenging when, you know, things really bleed into the business. Yeah. So the, even, even filming this year, I was like, I was uncomfortable with things. Cause I was like, Oh, hmm. this was not what I intended it to be. Yeah. So it was, it was really tough, but I think you, what you guys will start to see is like a whole other layer of people. You'll start to see how so much of this really is, does bleed into business. And like, I'm not doing this fake people fake work for me. Like it's not, which is why it makes it so hard and makes it really complicated. And people have all these opinions about it, but I'm like, I'm running a real business and they need to really show up for their shifts and they need to really listen to the rules. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I, and they're, and they're messy, like cringe, of course. Really messy. Like, <laughs> messy, like, but we oh, love to see it. I remember being that young and like I know you I know you don't love to see it but we love to see it yeah so. you guys love to see it but I'm just like cringing cringing I'm right trying to be cool and like you know um yeah my lane so funny thing, but I think you guys will just I think you'll laugh because it's yeah. young and it's messy and you'll get to know a, a huge layer and a lot of them had a really like it's just like when you're growing up, like you have these mm -hmm. hard years and they're doing stuff for the first time, like their first big breakups, their first like moving and moving out the first like mess up at work. And, you know, where do I really stand with this? Friend? You know, with the stuff we've all been through. Yeah. It's your twenties. Yeah. You know? And somehow theirs is just so much 
bigger and more dramatic. Um, and on camera, right? Yeah, and on camera. So. <laughs> uh, last question for you. Joe Bradley was in the audience at Watch What Happens Live with Danielle. Yeah, I've And they heard. seemed to confirm some sort of romance between them. What do you know about that? I don't really like, so they don't really talk to me, but of course I ran into, you know, one of the kids that works for me and she was like, did you hear about Bob? And I was thinking she was going to say Bradley because I was like, you know, Bradley likes the girls. So, but I think Bradley the whole time I was giggling because I was like, all these housewives were like looking at Bradley and I was like, he ain't mine. Like you, you can have that. Like it was really funny. But yeah, I think they're hanging out. I think they're cute. Um, like um, Lindsay actually texted me. She's like, what's the tea on Joe? I'm like, he's a good guy. <laughs> it was really funny. She's like, I need to find out for Danielle. Of course she yeah. wants it, right? Yeah, I she, love it. She was like, I want to make sure she's good. I was like, no, he's like, he's solid. He's a good guy. But like, I don't know that he's in a settling down space. Sure. Where I feel like Danielle might be more moving towards that direction in life. Whereas like Joe's like, she's hot. I'm in New York. I'm down. Right. That's, I mean, that's fun. Yeah. She does fit his like thing though. Joe likes a girl that's a little older and he uh -huh. likes a girl that's really smart. So and like Danielle, Danielle's very smart. Yes. Yeah. yeah totally. Like she likes a smart kind of boss type, slightly older, even if it's not older, but like older energy kind of. Vibe. Okay. It's not like yeah. cougars, but like a little. No, but like a mature, a mature grown up a mature, energy. Yeah. Hot, like woman. Yeah. Like he doesn't Love like the little 22 year old girls. Like I've never right. seen that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Eva, this has been so much fun and I always appreciate your candor. Um, <laughs> I want to say good luck at the reunion. And Thank also, you. I'm just like, I'm just so. You know, I've I've loved seeing you on TV since you really joined the show in a big capacity. But it's been so oh. cool to watch your your platform grow and your businesses even grow and expand. Oh, like you. you're in such a great spot, and I'm just really Thank happy you. for you. That's really really kind. And congratulations on the podcast. Thank and like, you. You know, I love seeing everyone win. You know yeah. what I mean? So like totally. that makes Same me here. happy. Yeah, love it. So we'll have a, we'll talk we'll talk again soon, and I'm, I can't wait for uh the, the season two. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Thanks for having Bye. me. Thank you for listening to the show. Subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on any podcast platform to listen to new episodes and subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on YouTube to watch full-length versions of our interviews. We'd also love your support with a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and keep up with all things Gabbing with Gabe at Gabbing with Gabe on Instagram and TikTok. Gabbing with Gabe is an independent podcast hosted by me, Gibson Johns. It's produced by myself and Riley Dabbs. Graphics are by Rachel Roth, and our cover art photography is by Troy Hallahan. If you want to reach out about guest bookings, sponsorship, or advertising opportunities, email us at gabbingwithgib at gmail.com. Thank you again for your support, and see you next time.